Hey guys, welcome back to the Balance and Empowered Fitness Podcast. This is Courtney Jones here. So unfortunately, Hannah cannot join us today. She is not feeling well. Um, so I decided to do this podcast alone today. Um, and I know that I've talked about this on previous episodes with my pregnancy, my pregnancy journey, and how I kind of wanted to make my own like podcast episode related to that. So that is what we are going to do this week. Um, and so I'm really excited just to chat a little bit about this and kind of my experience and my journey related to um, my pregnancy journey related to my health and fitness journey and kind of what has changed for me, what that has looked like. Um, because it's just an unknown area that I entered into, right? Like I've never been pregnant before. I've never experienced it. I've never experienced like, like the changes that come with it, um, especially related to kind of what my goals and my health and fitness goals of what I had before getting pregnant. So if you've been following along um, throughout my pregnancy journey, when it comes to like social media or on the podcast, um, it's something that was unplanned. So we were not planning to have a child this year or to get pregnant within this year. Uh, we actually wanted to wait a little bit longer. We wanted to have kids. We've talked about it. Um, and but specifically in my kind of journey and like where we were at in like our marriage and things like that, we were traveling a lot. We were just doing a lot of things together. We were enjoying just being like a freshly married couple. Um, and so me and my husband have been married a little over a year now. So May 2022 was our one year anniversary. And that's actually when um, I got pregnant because we went to Mexico for our one year anniversary. And a couple weeks later, I found out that I was pregnant. So I'm blaming it on Mexico because we went to Mexico for our one year uh, anniversary. But here we are. So currently I will be 21 weeks pregnant tomorrow. Um, so we're about halfway through now, right? And so I know that I have a long road of ahead of me in terms of changes and things that will be coming, um, you know, my body changing, my belly growing, so baby growing and just the changes that come with that um, in terms of my, my body and the changes that comes with like, um, just with training in general, mobility, um, being able to uh, like keep up with activity, getting movement in all of those things as I do like gain weight from pregnancy and things like that as well. So yes, we are 21 weeks uh, tomorrow. And when we first found out I was pregnant, it was kind of one of those shocking things because I was like, oh man, like we weren't really planning this, but it also wasn't like a disappointing moment or anything like that, especially getting pregnant. That's a blessing. I know that a lot of like women out there have trouble with pregnancies or can't get pregnant or infertility. So it's definitely a blessing and, and not something that I want to come across as complaining about, um, with getting pregnant, but it's just something that we weren't like prepared or really thought or planned for, but I do track my cycle. So I have tracked my cycle for years now for like the last one to two years, um, since getting pregnant, being in a serious relationship, um, and being sexually active, like it, tracking your cycle is very important, especially if you're not on birth control and you don't want to have like an unplanned pregnancy. So I did the fertility awareness method, which is basically where you track your periods, you track your ovulation. I used an app called flow. And so, um, I use that app to track my cycles and to see kind of like 
when I was ovulating, the weeks I was ovulating, how long my cycle was lasting, tracking my symptoms, when I had sex, when I had unprotected sex, all of those things. Um, so I was able to keep track of all of that. And when obviously we were in Mexico, that was my week of ovulation, unfortunately. Um, and so we, you know, we're feeling good. We had some drinks, all of those things, you know, you're on vacation, you're more in a relaxed environment. Um, so <clears throat> those things are happening more often than probably at home when we're working stressors, things like that. Um, so I knew I was ovulating. We were more careful than we would have been if I wasn't ovulating, but we did have obviously unprotected sex. So that's how I got pregnant. So I wasn't completely shocked by it because it was one of those things where I'm like, uh, it could possibly be a possibility. <laughs> um, and so I was at like three days late on my period. And then I ended up taking a pregnancy test, like alone by myself at home, just to like get it out of my head that like, oh crap, I'm late. And I'm, I'm like track my cycle. So I know rel relatively, like where my cycle falls. And so I'm like, I'm three days late. Like I just need to take it to get out of my head. And the first one said positive. And I was like, Oh crap. Like I've never seen a positive pregnancy test before. So, um, my husband was at work. I waited till he got off work. And then, um, I, sh I had a, I actually had another pregnancy test at home already. So I took two of them and they were both positive. So we went with that. Um, and I told him when he got off work that day and, uh, yeah, basically just told him to come upstairs, showed him the pregnancy test. And I'm like, so we're pregnant. <laughs> um, and he's always wanted a wanted kids. And so obviously I want kids, but we were waiting till later. And so he was very excited. So we we're very excited, but kind of like shocked by the whole thing of like, oh crap, like we're, our plans are kind of changing. Um, and so we need to prepare, prepare for that. Um, so it, it, it's been fun. It's been a learning experience so far. And I'm excited to like, kind of share this journey with you because I know it's something that, a lot of times when you get pregnant, it, you know, people think that, or I've heard multiple times, even from my doctors as well, that you need to be careful with everything you do, especially if you're train, train, strength training, you should only be lifting a certain amount of weight. Um, and you should maybe like stop doing certain activities and all of those certain types of things. Um, and really, in terms of not much has changed except for when I first got pregnant, I was actually in a deficit. So I was losing weight. I was probably about in the middle or end of my deficit of losing weight. Um, and so I was in a cutting phase and obviously I am working with a coach still at this point throughout my pregnancy. Um, and so we basically just brought me out of a deficit. I increased, like we increased our food. Um, and then just again, with the training side of things, just moderating and making changes as needed, uh, with the changes that's happening to my body. So I was in a deficit. So that was kind of my goal. So then I had to go through this transition of like my mindset of, okay, like I'm going to be gaining weight now, um, you know, with throughout this pregnancy. And that's not something that I was just like really used to or prepared for because I've relatively weighed around the same amount of weight for years, uh, you know, fluctuate up a couple pounds here or there, um, throughout like deficits and, and building phases. But 
I've never seen a scale, you know, go significantly up. And so at the point where I'm at now in my pregnancy, I'm about 10 pounds up, which is completely normal. Like, and, but it's one of those things where in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I'm gaining weight. And like, I'm seeing the scale go up, but also not correlating that with like my progression in my fitness journey, because I know that those changes are going to happen with growing a baby, obviously. Um, and so I've had to kind of shift my focus of like, no longer strength training to build muscle and to get really strong in the gym, which has been my mentality for years and years and years, um, to now switching to, okay, I need to obviously still train, strength train, but more so just listen to my body, listen to the movements I'm doing, make any changes or modifications that I need to make to certain exercises. So for example, um, you know, several, I was probably like eight to 10 weeks into my pregnancy. I had to drop hip thrust in terms of barbell hip thrust, because I could no longer set the bar heavy, like a heavy bar on my pelvis anymore. It just was not comfortable to me. This can be different for everybody, depending on the way that your body is made. Like I am very short. So my uterus to my hip bones, it's a very, very short, uh, short span there. So whenever I was hip thrusting, I was, I could feel that pressure there and I didn't, I wasn't comfortable with that. So I made the modification to drop that out. And I switched to like some dumbbell RDLs, Um, I've had to so far now, like shorten my range of motion on those, just because again, when I'm going down, I'm kind of squishing my belly as it's getting bigger. So just making those types of modifications in terms of like the weight that I'm lifting as well. I've had to make modifications to that as, you know, before I could do RDLs or like barbell RDLs, Romanian deadlifts for like 200 pounds or more. And now I'm doing maybe like 135 pounds. So, you know, it's one of those things where I've just had to make changes as week after week, as my body is changing and as like my energy levels and the things that I'm able to do changes. Right. Um, so my first trimester, I was still able to work out and go to the gym. Luckily, I feel like I've had a pretty smooth sailing pregnancy, um, so far. And, every single body's every, every single woman is different when it comes to pregnancy. So I don't want anyone listening to this to think that it's like supposed to be one way or the other. I'm just sharing specifically my experience, um, and try not to compare either. Like that's something that I've had to do as well as not compare to other women and like their experience versus my experience, because everybody's so different, but I think it's cool to just hear other people's stories and journeys when it comes to pregnancy. Um, but my first trimester was pretty smooth sailing. I was a little nauseous. Sometimes I never got sick. I never really had like morning sickness. Um, but really the overall experience of my first trimester was just tired and fatigue. So some days I were, I was able to like go to the gym perfectly fine. Some days I would have to skip because I just didn't have the energy and I wanted to take a nap. And I listened to that. I just gave into that. I gave into my body and said, okay, I'm going to support you and like what you need right now, because it changes as you go throughout pregnancy and just kind of listening to your body and being able to do that is super important. Um, and you know, I have been on my health and fitness journey and like, I'm very in tune with my body. I've been doing this for years and years and years. So 
I am able to kind of tell like when my body is saying certain things to me and telling me certain things and listening to them versus not listening to them. Um, and so my mindset shift has had to change in terms of my strength training in the gym, my eating, um, and things like that. Eating has relatively been the same, but I'm eating more now. Um, and I will say that I have gotten a little bit more relaxed on the tracking consistently side of things because that's something that I've done for years. And so now I just don't feel that it's as important to hit my macros perfectly every day. Um, because I've been tracking for so long that I am able to basically eat protein with every meal, focus on whole foods, you know, try to get in vegetables throughout my day, like all of the basic things that, you know, I need to support my body trying to also incorporate more whole foods at the same time as like, I'm giving myself a little bit more flexibility to like go out to eat with my husband or to go, you know, out to eat with friends or to go to a cookout and like not take my own food or not take my own food to cook or anything like that. And kind of just, you know, navigating it in that sense of the education of nutrition and food that I've learned over many, many years. Um, and so nutrition should you should eat less. Obviously you should, you should be eating more as you go throughout pregnancy. Um, typically it's around like 300 calories more, especially into your third or sorry, your second trimester, your second and third trimester, your food starts to increase. You typically start to get hungrier. Um, so I'm kind of just listening to my hunger along with making sure that as I am busy, I'm still eating, even though I'm not tracking. Um, consistently. I do still track sometimes, but not like I did before because I don't have any like specific physique or muscle building goals right now, right. Or weight loss goals. And so tracking is the best way to be able to manage and monitor those things on a weekly basis. But now that my goal is to be healthy, be mobile, <laughs> um, and to just uh, support my energy in the way I feel it's more so about the types of foods I'm eating along with, which obviously is always like priority trying to get in whole foods. Um, but also to just making sure that I am drinking enough water still that I'm getting movement in that I'm not sitting for long, long periods of time going on walks and hikes right now is like my favorite thing to do. Um, which can be a challenge at times to go kind of like hiking, like up hills or, um, going up, like up an elevated, uh, like hill or something like that. It's just something that I'll have, I have to take slow sometimes, but definitely getting out and getting movement in is super important. So overall it's the same as in your health and fitness journey. If you do have like specific physique goals or weight loss goals, it's monitoring your nutrition, making sure that you're eating enough food, making sure that you are fueling your body properly with the whole foods and the certain types of foods that you're eating, making sure you're still getting in daily movement, making sure you're still drinking enough water. Um, all of those things are super important. And I will say with my digestion as well, um, that has slightly changed as well in terms of um, how much I can eat and the types of foods that I eat when I do eat. Because as baby is growing and my uterus is pushing up on my organs, it also pushes up on my stomach. So if I eat too much food, um, I get very full and uncomfortable. So I have to kind of watch like how fast I'm eating, um, slowing that down, which obviously we should all eat slowly, um, in terms of digestion, but slowing that down some, 
along with um, being able to watch the fiber and the types of foods that I'm eating. Cause sometimes, um, I've specifically for me have noticed that beans. So if I'm eating like pinto beans or big beans or something of that sort, um, it tends to make me very bloated and full because it's a lot of, it's a lot of fiber in that one specific food. Um, if I'm eating a larger, uh, quantity or a serving or more of that food. So, um, in that sense, that's had to change, but really it's just taking it week by week and making changes as needed, listening to my body. Um, but overall compared to, which again, I don't like to compare, but just compared to other people's like stories and and experiences that I've heard with pregnancy and just like pregnancy that I've heard from my other friends and family members and things like that. Like I'm very thankful for my pregnancy so far. Again, I know that I still have halfway to go. Um, and so we will see that's kind of up in the air in terms of how that changes. But I really do believe that taking care of my body and my health for several years before getting pregnant has led me to have a better pregnancy because my body, um, and knowing kind of like what to do and how to make changes and, you know, just listening to my body has really helped me be able to navigate pregnancy so far as I'm going through these changes, but also make sure that I'm supporting my body throughout these changes. Um, you know, it's very important to support your body versus going against your body. And so a lot of times, um, in that sense of like, oh, I'm super bloated. Like I'm eating too much food. I know that that's not the case. I'm simply just making little decisions of, eating smaller portions throughout my day, watching the types of foods that I'm eating throughout my day. So I'm not eating less because again, we need that fuel to support baby and support like yourself throughout that journey. Um, but just making those types of changes and adjustments, the same thing when it comes to like training, making those types of adjustments to, um, my, my exercises that I'm doing, like if something feels uncomfortable, like not doing it and making, um, a form adjustment or form changes. So it's specifically when it comes to like leg pressing or squatting. Um, I've had to widen my stance a little bit when it comes to deadlifts. I've had to switch to a sumo stance versus a conventional stance deadlift, um, because opening up those hips and allowing again for that belly, because you're growing a belly, allowing for my belly to go in between those hips as well is super, is so much more comfortable in that sense. And just feels so much better than forcing a movement that doesn't feel good or doesn't feel comfortable. So it's making those types of adjustments that have been really helpful of just the education and things that I've learned throughout my journey. Um, excuse me, but overall, you know, it's just been a good experience. And I do truly believe it's because I've taken care of my body for so long. Um, and I'm so healthy, like uh, even the doctors that I've went to the midwife that I've seen, um, which we'll get into kind of my experience with like doctors and, and switching over to a midwife and doing a home birth as well. Um, but my experience with that and just, them kind of being like, oh, like you're not having any symptoms, like, oh, like you still feel good, like, oh, like you weight train. It's not very common um, to them. And so having like really good blood pressure, having good blood sugar throughout my pregnancy, all of those things. Um, definitely, Pete, there's other people that have those, but it's not as common as it is for someone to 
have an unhealthy experience with pregnancy. Um, so I do believe it, it does have a lot to do just with like anything in life. As you get older, as your body changes, um, taking care of your body when you're younger is so important because that's what leads to those long-term changes and sustainable health in the long run is what you do now before you get to that point. Typically people that develop like high blood pressure, diabetes, develop, you know, all different types of things going on in their body. It's not something that just pops up. Like it's been something that's building for years and years and years based off of their, um, you know, their nutrition that they, and how they've eaten for years or how they have not eaten for years or how they have maybe been super sedentary for years. So, you know, all of those things are combined and like compounded over time to lead to these like diagnoses that you get, or like those things that you develop later on in life. Um, it doesn't just typically happen when you're younger. Like it's, it happens when you're older because of the way that you lived when you were younger. Right. And so making those lifestyle changes can be super helpful in all areas and journeys of your life. Um, but I truly believe that it's it's super helpful in pregnancy as well. And just like with my experience so far, but, um, going into talk real quickly about, um, my experience and like why I decided to change to a midwife and a doula versus going to like a hospital or doctor's office to give, um, birth and, and to, to do my like, uh, monthly appointments and things like that as well. So I started seeing an OB, uh, when I got pregnant, obviously, cause I was like pregnant. So I was like, Oh, I need to go to an OB. Cause I actually didn't even have one in, uh, where I live now because I had, um, just moved over here when me and my husband got married. So I hadn't seen an OB yet. So I went and saw an OB for the first time over here. Um, and I didn't even see an OB when I first, uh, when I first went to the doctor, I actually saw a advanced, um, practitioner registered nurse. I believe that's what they're called. Um, and so, the, the first like two appointments that I had, I never saw a like doctor OB I saw, or a midwife. I saw a like registered nurse, um, advanced registered nurse in the OB field. So basically they just asked me questions of like, Hey, how's it going? Like, how are you feeling? Any symptoms, like history of everything in both of our families. And then when it comes to, um, you know, like lifestyle factors, things like that. And the, really the first thing that turned me off about, um, going to an OB was telling me to not lift more than 25 pounds. And they had my, they had my, um, history of my strength training that I've done for years and years and years. Um, and I felt very dismissed by that comment because I know that that is not true. And they're like, oh yeah, our recommendation is 25 pounds for all women. I'm like, that doesn't make sense because not all women are the same. They don't all have the same experience with experiences when it comes to strength training and the muscle that they have and the capacity to be able to lift certain things. So, um, that was my first kind of like ill feeling of like going to an OB. And again, there's nothing wrong with going to an OB or a doctor. Like this is just my experience. Um, and everybody's different. All doctors are different. So I'm sure not all of them say these or think the same thing either, but this was my experience. So, um, that was my first appointment. My second appointment is basically like go in, they ask you how you're doing. They check the baby's heart rate. It's like literally a 10 minute appointment. 
I'm like, okay, cool. And so like, by the time I like ask questions or I want to ask questions to my doctor, they're already like ready to move on to the next person. They're like trying to get out the door. And I'm like, well, I, I have a question. Like, <laughs> you know, I have a couple questions, like, but they're already, you know, up out of their seat about to like go to the next person. Right. So it's like, kind of just like, it's that feeling of just like, they don't really care. They're kind of just kind of getting you in and out. Like you're, you're just another person on their, on their patient list for the day, if that makes sense. So I, I like the, I like more personal experience, personalized experience. I like someone that feels like they care as well. Again, I'm sure those doctors are out there. This was just my experience. Um, and so I started looking into like a midwife and a doula. I just started like, I've heard about it. I've heard about home births. I've seen kind of just things on social media, but I didn't know a whole lot or have a whole lot of education on it. So I started kind of just looking things up on my own and, and looking into things. And, um, I really, liked just like the, you know, the things that I read about it. And I'm like, that sounds like something that I need and that I want for my experience with my first pregnancy. And so, um, I, I just asked like other people around my area too, about like home births and who they used. And so I got really good, um, references for that. And so I ended up reaching out to those midwife and, um, doula. So, um, if you are in like the Florence or Northern Kentucky area or the Cincinnati area, I am going with mama's midwife LLC. Um, her name is Wantina and, um, I, I had my first appointment with her, uh, my 20 week appointment. So I had a meet and greet with her. Me and my husband went and met her, met her staff, things like that. Um, and then I actually scheduled my first like 20 week appointment with her. And so, um, I scheduled that appointment with her. We went to that appointment and it was like an hour long appointment. Like we sat and chatted. We talked about everything. Um, she asked me questions. I was able to ask her all my questions. And it was just like a very more, it was just a more personable experience. Like it wasn't in a doctor's office. It was in like her office, which was like warm and cozy feeling. And so like, it just felt good to me. Um, so we ended up hiring her. And then I also hired a, um, a doula they're from gentle seed doulas in like Cincinnati area and her name is Lisa so I, I hired her and her student and then a midwife so a doula is basically someone that helps support you throughout your pregnancy helps you um you know get into positioning helps you with baby after delivery um helps you with like the whole birthing experience and the and being in labor since I am choosing to go the natural route as much as possible and doing it at home and hopefully doing a water birth at home. Um, they kind of help with that whole process and, and comforting us, but also helping my husband know what to do as well and like how to support me. Um, they don't take the place of my husband. They help him know how to support me because obviously he isn't going to know what, what's going on or what to do either. Um, so it's nice to just have that support. And then obviously my midwife is there for safety delivery purposes and like checking my body, all of those things, um, throughout the, the birthing experience and like throughout my, um, my monthly appointments until I go to like bi-weekly and weekly appointments with her. Um, and then also she does three, um, three post, uh, partum visits with me, checks on baby checks on me. And so, that will be uh, super nice as well. And just so I just like the whole experience so far with hiring 
a midwife and a doula and just like the personalized experience that it's provided. Um, and also just the values that I believe in, in terms of childbirth and my body and listening to my body. And so again, everybody's different. There's no wrong way or right way to do this. It just is very dependent per individual in what you want. And this is just the route that I felt I wanted to go. So I want to do everything as natural as possible. I want to do it in my home in like a stress-free environment, a familiar environment, um, with just me and my husband and then our like care providers or doula and our midwife, like there's no family going to be here. I'm probably honestly going to get rid of, get rid of Ollie for the day, um, or, or have, you know, send him to my parents just because again, I want there to be as less stress as possible. I want it to be a very like Zen kind of, um, experience in my home. And being able to go through that, that process and hopefully again, deliver a, um, like go through the process and, and have labor and delivery, um, as obviously as best as possible. But again, things change, things happen. I really don't know until I get there, but that's kind of just my hope. And I know that things can change. And so I'm going to be okay with that as well. If things change, as long as I am safe and baby safe and, you know, everybody's healthy and happy. So, um, With that being said, though, that's kind of what I want to wrap up just like this with so far is it's important to take care of your body, especially if you aren't pregnant yet, but you want to get pregnant because again, your hormones as well and your ovulation, your menstrual cycle, all of those things are very important. So if you don't have a a normal menstrual cycle going and getting that like looked at, I always like to say like your menstrual cycle is kind of like your check engine light. Like if you aren't having one, you're having, you know, issues with it. It's not regular or it's really heavy or, you know, you have a lot of PMS symptoms, you're in terrible pain, whatever it may be. Like that's kind of your check engine light for you to go like, Oh, this doesn't seem right. Um, and it could be completely normal to you. And, and, you know, you don't really know, but that's why I'm saying this is like, go get those th- things checked out. Like if you're on birth control, um, just, you know, knowing, having some sort of education on that as well and how that birth control affects your body, affects your fertility, uh, um, you know, affects you trying to get pregnant, all of those things. Again, everybody's so different, but just having that awareness around it. Um, if you're wanting to get pregnant or you're wanting to have a child like in the future, or if you already have kids, like that's great. Um, hopefully, but this experience, you know, hopefully this was helpful. And obviously I'll probably do another one of these, like after, um, after labor delivery and like postpartum and give you guys like an update update on that journey as well. Um, but related specifically to my health and fitness journey, like not much has changed. It's still all like top priority to me in terms of my health. I just don't have any specific strength or physique goals in terms of weight loss or anything like that, because that's not, that's not what's important right now. What's important is taking care of my body and giving it what it needs and taking care of my health and fueling it properly, making sure that, you know, I'm giving it the activity and movement that it needs. I'm giving it the water that it needs, um, and just supporting it, you know, with the right types of foods, activity, um, in terms of strength training, things like that, making modifications as needed. Um, but really it's the same kind of just in process of just living a healthy lifestyle. So, um, and I truly believe that it makes a big difference in, in just the whole experience that I've experienced so far. Again, everybody's different. 
Um, and so never compare to me, but I like to share my story and experiences with all of you guys. But if you have any questions, um, feel free to reach out to me on social media. If you want to leave a review or a question, you can totally leave a review um, as well. Those are always super helpful if you enjoyed this episode or if you found it helpful. Um, but you can find my social media in the um in the comments below or in the description below. Um, but yes, thank you guys for listening. I hopefully Hannah feels great next week and we will get back to our normal episodes with you guys. But um, I will talk to you later and I hope that you guys have a great week.